founders of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by George Camel. We've got a great show for you guys today. Hey, be sure to call in today. The number is 888-825-5225. We'd love to take your calls about your life and your money. And hey, if you're a new listener and you want to just dive deeper into the things we teach, the Ramsey Baby Steps, Ramsey Principles, check out RamseySolutions.com and click that Get Started button. We want to help you figure out what the best ne- best next step is for your financial journey uh, based on where you are today. That's RamseySolutions.com. Click Get Started. And hey, one more thing. If you like this show, can you consider liking it, sharing it, passing it along? We would love if you did that. It costs you nothing. Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Tim from Jefferson City. What's going on, Tim? Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing good. What's going on? So my wife's been uh, talking about Dave Ramsey uh, and y'all for a long time. Recently, we sold our house um, 100% out of debt uh, because of that. We have six figures sitting in, the, in our savings account, and I am just terrified to do anything with it. Uh, I know what I'm supposed to do with it based off of what y'all teach, um, but I'm afraid to the point where I can't even tie the church. Um, we both make a good living. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I just I don't know where this fear is coming from, and I don't know the right next step in order to get out from behind this. Do you think it's because you've just never seen that much money sitting in an account at one time? You just don't want to mess it up. Is that what it is? No, I never, I never had any money. Uh, I was never good with money until I met my wife uh, and we, we got married. She took over finances. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, I mean, she's been, she's a phenomenal saver and we've been, been close to that in the past. Um, but I, I've always just bled money. And now that we have no debt and I have two kids and we, I don't, we we're both as good off as we've been in our careers. Uh-huh. Um, so what do you I think just, the right just, next step is? If you were to use this money today, what would it go towards? I don't, I don't know. We both have good cars. We have a roof over our head that we're renting. Um, our kids are all in nice clothes. How much is it? I don't know. How much is what? How much is the, the amount sitting in the account? Oh, it's just over a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred. Okay. So would the next step for you guys, you have, does that include your emergency fund in that hundred thousand? That That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's close to everything. We probably have like 110 total. Okay. Okay. So aside from the emergency fund, your next step, if you want it to be is home ownership and using that money as a down payment. Right. Are you guys so investing currently? Yeah, we, my wife has a 401k and I have my Roth. Um, and we both have pensions with our, with our work. And that's the thing we're in the military and we don't know how many moves we have left. Mm-hmm. So you're moving every so few gonna, years. Wanna, so you're like, Hey, let's just rent and we're going to be here for correct. two or three years. We're going to move somewhere else. Let's keep renting. So correct. essentially, I mean, like what George said, you've got, if you can kind of separate the, the six months of expenses, cause in your case, I would keep it at six months and then just uh, make sure that, cause in, for all intents and purposes, you're at this point on baby step four, if you're investing 15% and you're not quite ready to buy a home yet or go, you know, go on to a further step, you know, after the 15% invested, you can just sit on that money for a while, make sure if maybe in the next five years, if you have a plan, you know, 
to maybe purchase at that point, let it sit in a high yield savings account for a little while. But if you know, hey, this is like I'm in the military or this is our plan for a long time, more than five years, then it might be smart to get with a smart investor pro and see if it's worth investing that money so that, you know, you can gain on it and gain a great interest rate. How does that yeah. sit with you? It makes sense. It's just scary. Uh, I'm a, I don't know why. I'm just afraid to make money move. Look, here's the thing. Look at where you're at now. I feel like you're kind of stuck in the past on all this stuff that you did in the past. And that's that's dead yeah. and gone. Look where you're at now. You have no debt. You've got paid for cars. You're living in, you're renting. You're making good choices. And you got a virtuous woman next to you who's helping you make good choices. You're sitting pretty, dude. Yeah, I married up. You married up. Yeah. And just rest in that. You're doing good. This You're, is not all on your shoulders to decide where yeah. every penny goes. This is a marital decision we're making as a team based yeah. on our shared vision, our shared goals. And like Jade said, you don't have to make any decisions today. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. It can right. sit there. I would rather it sit in a high-yield savings account, which is, by the way, going to be you know FDIC insured. The money's safe up to 250000 per person on the account. Mm -hmm. And so you're good. This money's not just going to disappear. You're not going to go to Vegas tomorrow. And so I'm sleeping better at night instead of worse. I know that's right. And and you're the one who called in the show. You you made a good right. choice. So let put that, it, since you're keeping score, it sounds like on your good choices versus bad choices, put a little check box next to the fact that today you made a great choice and tomorrow you're going to make good choices and the next day and the next day. You're doing good. And you're doing real good. There's only three things you can do with that money, Tim. You can give it, save it, and spend it. You mentioned you're having a hard time even letting some of it go, but there is such beauty and freedom in l having an open palm and going, you know what? I'm going to give a little to my church, to the offerings above tithe. I'm going to give a little to an organization. We're going to do that regularly. We're going to allocate some of this for a vacation or an, a cool experience, whatever it is. And then the rest we can go, we're just going to keep saving. And that helps you feel a little more balanced versus leaning one way or another, feeling out of control. Yeah, that's right. That's a good call. You know, I think people face that a lot. You know, when you've had this background where it's like, oh my gosh, I've never done good things with money. I just make all these bad decisions. And then before you, before you know it, George, you look up and it's kind of like, wait a second, I did something right. And then you did another thing right. And then you did another thing right. And before you know it, you, you are good at money. Well, and, there, and there's such wisdom in having a little bit of that caution and fear when it comes to having that pile. Most people are going to go, sweet, a pile of money in the bank. Let's go spend it. Let's mm. go get an $80,000 car. Uh, instead, Tim's going, we worked really hard for this, and I've never been in this position, and I'm just a little bit nervous. And over time, you're going to get more comfortable being in this financial situation. Your incomes are going to continue to go up. You're going to continue saving. You're going to start saving for your kids' future education and college. You're going to That's right. pay a house off one day. And so this is just a milestone in the journey. So celebrate it, have a plan for it, budget it, but don't lose sleep over it either. That's right. And you know, another good thing about that, that call that I kind of want to call out for other people, a lot of people sell their home and it's like, okay, I've got this money sitting here and, and the, the temptation is to want to invest that money because you think, oh, if I can just put it in the stock market, maybe I'm not I can. even beating inflation, Jade. Yeah. Well, they want to invest it and think that maybe they can get, you know, a bigger return, but they want to buy a house in the next two to three years. Mm. And well, it's kind of like. If the market did what it did last year. You're hurting for certain. You didn't make money <laughs> oh, with no, your you money invested. And that's, we talk about the stock market being a long-term game, a long-term mindset. And over time, consistently we've seen you will make money in the stock market. But if you have the mindset of, well, I just don't want it sitting in a savings account or checking account, so I'm going to throw it into the stock market. 
that's a recipe for disaster. It you're sure jumping is. off the roller coaster too early, my friends. It sure is. And you're going to be a little bit disappointed at what you find. <laughs> so yeah, park that money in a high yield savings account. And uh, when it's time, you'll have a nice little nest egg saved up there. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is George Campbell sitting next to me, and we're taking your calls. America, 888-825-5225. Call in with your questions. We've got Madeline here on the line from Atlanta, Georgia. What's going on, Madeline? Madeline. Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing good. Oh, How are you? Madeline. <laughs> oh, it's Madeline. Good, I was right the first you. time. It felt like a Madeline You were right the first time. <laughs> I do? Really? Yeah. Get the vibe. <laughs> oh, no, that's... Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, I want to say uh, my husband and I, he's here listening. Um, we're, we've been following you guys. So I want to safely say since what, like August of last year, um, his brother-in-law, my brother-in-law's brother told us about you guys and we're like, yeah, you know, but then we finally like dabbled. So here we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, we have a very, what I guess everybody says your situation is unique, but ours is unique to us. Um, I'm, I just turned 30, my husband's 35 and we have three children from eight, just turned three and nine months. Nice. And we were looking at purchasing our first home and then going the traditional route. And then that's when we discovered that my husband, um, Anthony actually does not have credit. His credit score is a zero. And then the only debt that he has is probably totaling up to maybe 3000, maybe. Um, just in, you know, just personal things here and there that we could honestly knock out with like a paycheck. And then with me, I just have student loans and then a vehicle from a previous relationship that's actually kind of tied up in a court situation. So that'll take care of itself within a little while. So technically I only have student loans. Um, we've been going through the baby steps and while we did, uh, do baby step one and start on baby step two, both of our children needed some dental work. One needed braces, one had to get, you know, cavities. Uh So that's where our savings went to, but I was a little upset, but my husband's like, that's an emergency fund and that's what it's there for. Okay. So we're building back up our savings and, you know, we're probably maybe 500 towards the 1500 mark, but because we, I've never heard of anybody not having credit or like, I guess, surviving this long, if you will, with no credit card or nothing. Yeah. And again, my husband is the only one working because we don't see the point of childcare at the moment. So I'm taking two years off because I was also working full time. Okay. Um, so how can we, we help you today? Know, 
we just want to know what is the direction that we should actually go. We're in a position to where we can either turn this into a really great situation because we technically don't have a whole lot of debt or we can just foobar it. Well, I thought I heard you. <laughs> I thought I oh, so outside of the student loans and the three thousand. Well, but, that's what I was getting to because I could have swore I heard you say there is three thousand and there are student loans. How much are the student loans? So my student loans total up to thirty two thousand. Okay, um, I've been making payments on and on, and then uh, uh, on and on, and I'm currently in a forbearance period that is scheduled to be up. I have to look, but I think I come out of forbearance in June. Okay, um, so we're going to start making payments on those. Can and you make payments earlier? Um, I definitely could. Yeah. And what does your husband have student loans or just you? Um, no, he does. He doesn't. He paid his way through school because he's smarter than me. So thirty five thousand dollars of debt total. Total. OK. So, you know, what I'm going to do, Madeline, is I'm walking through the baby steps. You already started that process. I don't want to skip ahead. I don't want to do anything out of order. Um, so mm-hmm. you had your starter emergency fund of a thousand dollars. Do you still have that? I know the kids had to get braces and whatnot. Do you still have the thousand dollars there? Uh, court to act the middle of February, we will, as long as we stick to our savings plan. Okay. So we'll get baby step one done. Once that's done, then we're going to start attacking your debt using the debt snowball. And we're just going to do smallest mm-hmm. to largest. So we'll knock out that little 3K deal first, the 32 after that. And we're just going to snowball it. You got to get intense with those payments. Uh, what's your take home pay between you and your husband combined? Um, combined, we're looking at probably 62 62000 a year. Okay. Are those student again, loans? I'm only like, I'm very, I'm a stay-at-home mom. My husband works full-time. Okay. So are those student loans, are they broken out into smaller loans or is it one giant uh, 32? Yes. Okay. Well, they're broken out into smaller loans. So the Good. biggest loan that I have is actually 23. And then the other, there's three more that kind of just break so What's the up. smallest one? The smallest one I have is 500. Okay, that's the one I want you to focus on. And that's your only goal. You're going to make minimum payments on all the rest of those loans. We're just going to attack Mm -hmm. the smallest one with a vengeance, with all the margin we can create through our budget, through spending less and making more. And that Mm -hmm. means that homeownership is going to be on the back burner for a little while because we have to clean up this 35000 Then we need to have a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Then we can start saving up the down payment for the house. So this might be a few years away. Gotcha. And that's what we were talking We were talking about. We wanted to push for it, but at the same time, we're like, one, with the market being the way it is, and then two, with us just being like a one-income family, we don't necessarily want to put ourselves in a situation where we're like, oh, we can't afford it, but then it kind of messes up our savings and everything else. You can afford it until reality hits and life happens, and then you need to do the braces again because they screwed it up, and then the HVAC goes out, and you thought the rent was going to be equal to the mortgage, but it turns out there's property yep. taxes and insurance. <laughs> and home maintenance and repairs and you can feel the weight of what that would be like in your budget so that's right i'm pausing yeah. on this and once he gets there once you get there and become completely debt free the emergency fund uh of course he's going to have no credit score if he pays all this off make sure all those lines are closed and you can do what's called manual underwriting our friends at churchill mortgage do these all the time i went through this process myself it's called a no score loan yep I did it, and it and works Jay every time. It. And you, you're going to need to have 12 months of rental history of consistent on-time payments. You're going to need to show that you've paid your insurance bills on time every month, your cell phone bills on time every month, your utility bills every, every time on uh, on time every month. And That's if you right. have those types of things in your life, Churchill Mortgage will look at you like a real person, like before credit scores existed <laughs> in the 80s. That's right. And they had to go, yeah, you guys have the income to afford this. You've got no debt. So the debt-to-income ratio is amazing. Yep. And you have money in the bank for the down payment. Yeah. We'll give you the loan. 
It's a great call, Madeline. Thanks for the call. Let's take a look and see what's going on here with Nidra. Nidra is here from Washington, D.C. What's going on, Nidra? Hello. Um, hi. I was calling because I'm married, but my husband and I recently married, maybe like two years ago. Okay. And prior to him meeting me, he was already close to retirement. So he has his savings and he has all that going on, mm-hmm. all of that. So with me... I um I make sixteen sixteen thirty one bi and what I'm trying to do is find a way in order to save and to get myself out of debt. So I make sixteen thirty one bi weekly and after I get paid I, I don't have anything left. I, I can't contribute. How much Especially, debt do you have? Um, I have uh, I have a large amount of debt. How much? Um, total debt, I can give you, well, my school debt, um, is 70000 Okay. And I have my, my car note is $8,604. And then I have, um, credit card usage. Um, I have one account for $434 and the other one is for $4,474. Okay. And then, then I have like a um, Bob's furniture. I had purchased some furniture because we had just purchased a home. Mm-hmm. So I wanted some new bedroom furniture, and we got that, and that's a balance of $1,538. So, Anitra, I'm confused. You said you got married, but this sounds yeah. like you're on your own in this world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is he not well, combined? Have you guys not combined bank accounts? Is he not part of this debt payoff thing? No, he he uh, he said he did not want to combine. And how does that make you feel? Oh, pretty bad. Pretty mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm, Whoa. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wait, when he married Nidra, he married all of Nidra. Didn't he? Does he know that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Here's what I... Here, you guys got to get on the same page with this because when you get married, is no more me and you. It becomes ours. And you're not going to get far. Even, even Nidra, if you do this all by yourself, there's going to be a rift and there's going to be a problem there because you guys are not one. So I do want you guys to uh, get with a local pastor. I want you guys to get with a counselor. You've got to um, get on the same page about this because you're going to start feeling resentful. How and much money does he have in savings? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty does he much have liquid now. cash? You said, does he have liquid cash? Yeah. How much does he have? Like in just the bank? cash on hand that he can get to. Um, I think he has some money saved, maybe like nine thousand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we got to get away from guessing and wishing and hoping and get real numbers. Yep. And if he's not willing to share his bank account with you, I'm not sharing a bed with him. I know that's that's right. how this works. This is marriage. Uh, it's what he signed up for. Yep. You guys got to work together. And until you do, I still want you to dig into the baby steps, walk those baby steps out in order. But Nidra, do not let this go untouched. All right. This resentment will crush the relationship over time as you're clawing and scratching on your own. It sure will. I want you to work on this, all right? Need you. Don't forget about it and don't try to do this by yourself. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or 
Let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Ramsey Show, and in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, we've got Keaton and Liz. They're with us. How you guys doing? Doing Good. great. Excellent. Where are you guys from? We are from Dublin, California. Dublin, California. Mm-hmm. So, you're here to do your debt-free scream. I want to know. Tell me everything. <laughs> Tell me everything. How much debt did you pay off? So, $39,053.18, as she wanted me to say. Those 18 cents will get you. That's right. (laughs) In 11 months. Wow. 11 months. What was your income during that time? Range of income. It ranged monthly from about 4,800 to about 9,000 at the end. Wow. Wow. What do you guys do for a living? So I work as the director of front of house at Chick-fil-A in uh, Pleasanton, right next to Dublin in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And then I also work at Chick-fil-A with him. That's how we met. Party That's how you on. met. Yeah. A love story surrounded by chicken. I yeah. love it. Blessed yeah. chicken. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of them too, by the way. Like so many people meet there. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> That's amazing. Well, they hire amazing people. So yeah. the quality of the people, they're like, why look any further? You yeah. don't need a dating app. Just go to your local Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So what happened that, you know, kind of sparked this journey and what made you want to pay off all this debt? So 39000 It's a great question. I was looking into Ramsey Solutions before we got married. I knew that we wanted to do it the right way. And so really we buckled down together as a couple about two months into our marriage, like mm-hmm. February, March timeframe. Um, but beforehand I was like, I'm going to pay off my car quick. And then right after that, we started paying off hers. Oh my gosh. So what, what was this debt? Two car loans? Two car loans, but one was already paid, actually. So just one during the actual debt-free journey. Like, the 11 months was a concentrated effort. Um, For me, like, we buckled down multiple times throughout the program. And each of those times, like, okay, I'll sell the Robin Hood. I'm not making money off of that. Did that hurt? It hurt. (laughs) What would you have it in? What, were you invested in single stocks or crypto? Singles, yeah, they were up and they were down. um, But you only lose when you sell. And I just, I had to lose because I had to submit to the program. Okay. Mm. You know what? I love that. He had to submit to the program. (laughs) Swallowed your pride and paid a little stupid tax. (laughs) Yep. But was it worth it? Do you miss your crypto and single stocks? I don't. (laughs) No. Right decision. But yeah, we had uh, credit cards, the car loan. Um, debt to my parents, which was actually kind of like half student loans, and huh. then my own student loans as well. Wow, 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 wow. So you guys are young cat. How, how old are you guys? 24. 24. 24. Oh 24 years old, newlyweds. You just start getting crazy. You start yeah. <laughs> you start budgeting. You start going. Were people like, oh my gosh, the people that you worked with, your family, was in, did anybody think you were crazy or were they on board with you? Um, a lot of people just had questions like, why is this so important? What are you doing it for? Like, what's your reason? So it's cool to kind of give our like reason behind it and kind of get other people motivated to do it as well, especially some of our friends. What's yeah. been the feedback from your friends as you've been telling about this yeah. journey? I think it's been like, they're impressed, like they're inspired. Yeah. The hardest part was not so much friends for me, but 
family because yeah. no sorry we can't go on that vacation no i know you'll pay for the travel but I'm, it's a loss of income i'm trying to work 55 hours a week yeah so wow wow and you're you've you're alive to tell the tale because fomo is one of the big reasons you know the kind of the yolo mentality of well i'm never i'm only going to be 24 once yeah you want me to miss out on that vacation <laughs> so i can be working 55 hours a week <laughs> right but yeah. instead you guys said well if we sacrifice for a short time yeah. 11 months it's going to fly by like that. Yeah. We can be free for the rest of our life. Yes, sir. I was surprised by how quickly it went. At the beginning, it felt like it was going to take forever, and we kept having to say no. But then at the end of the year, I was like, oh, my gosh, that happened so quick. Now we can, like, go on all these family trips It's kind of crazy to think about. We won't grind like this, like, ever again, because we're not going to go back to that situation ever again. That's right. Oh, man, I love that. Just a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. I love that. So what's next for you guys? What's next on the docket? This whole year, we did like a, a little vision trip, we called it, where we planned out what we want 2023 to look like. And for us, it's trips. You know, it's enjoying our youth now that we had paid off all that debt. Like we can create some more margin. Yeah. And so we'll have the emergency fund done by the end of the year, but we're also going to make time to invest in moments together uh, since we didn't do as much of that in our first year of marriage. Yeah. Wow. I love awesome. it. I love it. So for anybody listening who's your age, newlywed just getting started what would you, and, and then they've got a mountain of debt mm-hmm. what would you tell that person what would you say to them um i think definitely sticking to the budget it's hard at first i remember all the conversations we had a few tears were shed and i was very stressed out but try to stick to the budget like as hard as you can i know it's like really hard to be rigid about it but mm-hmm. do it because it pays off and you honestly like kind of learn habits and then you just kind of keep them which is like really nice um that's really good yeah and it was family meetings for us too where we could share some of that motivation we Mm -hmm. would check in with each other each week and talk about all sorts of things but finances was always one of them yeah Mm -hmm. and like sacrifices we were going to make and yeah once you use that snowball you start rolling the debt forward it was crazy to see how much steam we could pick up and like how excited we got like i remember in september we paid off eight thousand worth of debt Ooh. in just one month Whoa. which is double our pacing yeah and like after that we're like all right we're almost there three months to go here's the home stretch yeah. yeah and you learn so much so much about each other right yeah. as husband and wife you kind of pick up on each other's ways of communication mm-hmm. good habits bad yeah. habits so which one of you is the spender and which one is kind of like the saver or are you both i think we're both naturally savers i have my seasons though where i like want a new pair of shoes or something like that but um yeah I think we're both naturally savers and then I do most of the shopping so he doesn't have to stress about it for like groceries and all that so Mm -hmm. he kind of stays away from that (laughs) yep smart well you guys are I feel like you've matured already Mm -hmm. as newlyweds just going through this process and having to adult and go like oh crap we got to pay the bills and we have to pay this debt off we can't keep relying on mom and dad or the white house or whoever to get us out of the mess we got in and that level of personal responsibility you mentioned you've created these habits now that will stick with you the rest of your life and carry you as you build wealth yeah absolutely it was really good to build that um, independency from like parents and stuff and just kind of start off like our marriage strong we did a a premarital counseling Mm -hmm. um with his like godparents and they helped us a lot with the financial stuff too so it was setting boundaries too yeah i think that's what she was leading into which we would definitely want to encourage any newlyweds out there that are starting to navigate these conversations to have confidence yeah. and always start out with, we love and respect you, mom and dad, but we're taking charge. We're, we're setting our boundaries for a reason where it's our money and we're using it uh, the way we see wow. fit. And it's I would shed a tear if I was your parents going like, I raised a great kid. <laughs> oh man, and I love that. That's a good yeah. point, George. Like in the moment, they 
we're not happy uh, yeah. about like our decisions we made uh-huh. but down the road like the respect has come back and, and that's such a gratifying experience and seeing how proud they are yeah mm. that really is good. so great guys i'm so proud of you mm-hmm. and uh okay. we've got you know our living give it box for you it's the next step in your journey it includes a copy of total money makeover you can give that to somebody so that they can learn the same process that you did to get out of debt and change your life and build wealth and it's got a couple a uh, copy of baby steps millionaires in there and a year of fpu so make sure you take that home with you but the next part is my favorite part guys <laughs> all right get ready to count it down we've got john well, i'm sorry we've got keaton and liz and they have paid off $39,053.18 in 11 months, making $4,800 to $9,000. Go ahead and count it down, guys. Okay. Three, Three two, one. one. We're, We're debt free. free. <laughs> oh, what a sweet couple. Man, I'm proud of them. I'm especially proud when Keaton was like, we just had to tell our parents. Yep. what it was we had to put those boundaries in and place. i don't know if it was their parents or chick-fil-a that instilled just such wonderful <laughs> respectful manners but that was my pleasure to to share their story with everyone on air i'm sure it was their pleasure as well george that is exciting i mean it just it just goes to prove time and time again that these steps work it works baby step two you know it's not easy george you know you got to put your head down you got to forget about all the voices out there telling you what you're doing is crazy well you know why don't you spend your money like this do you really have to go so hard but you know when you do it you end up on the debt-free oh, yeah. stage and they stop you're making changing excuses. your life and money they went oh we can control our income we're gonna go from 4800 a month to 9000 working on our tails off yes and all of a sudden it takes 11 months instead of years it's you unbelievable. have control guys you can do this whether you're 23 or 43, it's not too late for you. Debt freedom is available, but you got to reach out and grab it and do the hard work. That's right. I'm proud of them. You guys did a great job. This can be you too, America. All you have to do is submit to that plan, and you could be standing on this debt-free screen stage doing your debt-free screen. All right, this is The Ramsey Show. listening to the ramsey show we're taking your calls about your life and your money you can give us a call today the number is 888-825-5225 and it's a new year thank you lord and that means man you can't be giving up on those goals that you set out to accomplish this year and if your main goal is to build those money muscles but you've only been to the money gym once like everything else man it's time to make progress and stop making excuses now i know it can be hard when you don't have a plan or you're starting out with four hundred and sixty thousand dollars of debt like my husband sam and i did but if you want a practical proven plan to climb out from under those piles of bills and start building wealth grab yourself a copy of the total money makeover 
Man, this book is literally the reason that I'm here today, guys. It's the the reason I'm sitting in this seat. This is Dave's best-selling book for a reason. You'll learn the seven baby steps to guide you through your journey with real-life stories from people who don't have to struggle with money problems anymore because they followed the steps, and you can too. Let's be real. With you paying off debt and building wealth, it's, it's not just for those people out there, guys. Having financial peace is not just for the people on TV, it's for you. The people in this book did it, you can too. So get back on that money treadmill and order your copy of The Total Money Makeover today at ramseysolutions.com slash store. You got this. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. We've got Sally from Columbus, Ohio. What's going on, Sally? Okay, I have a question. Um, I'm in between vehicles, cars, and I've taken over. My mom has a fleece. So until she's done with that in September, we're sharing her car. So I dropped my insurance when I got rid of my car. And so when I called the insurance company to drop it, they said, well, you can't. What are you driving? And then they had me do some type of insurance where I pay like $55. It changed because it was was $43 and now it's $55. Now that and she has full coverage. So do I carry the insurance or do I not? You're saying now that you've switched over to your mom's car, your insurance has gone up because you're driving her vehicle, essentially. No, they said I have to have I have to carry some type of insurance driving her vehicle, even though she carries full coverage. So my question is, do I carry it or do I drop it? Have you contacted has has your mom contacted her own insurance company? Um, We have both. We I think she she we both have the same insurance company. Okay, and the car is listed under both of your names. Um, it's her car. So like I said, it's the fleece. Mm-hmm. We live in the same home cause she's, you know, we're, we live together. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if I should keep the insurance. Are you living in the same household as her? Yes. Okay. Um, they should be, if you're in the same household and you're of legal driving age, you should be on the same insurance as her. So I would see if you, they can just add your name to her insurance. That's what we did. We borrowed my dad's car. We were not in the same household, but it was as simple as us adding our name to his policy while we were borrowing his car. Okay, because I'm going to get one once her car is done, but there's no stuff to have in your car, so I'll eventually get my own, and then she won't have nothing. But then if she has to drive mine, she could be on mine and drive my car. Yeah, if that's the case, if you're going to be sharing each other's cars, I would just have both of your names on each insurance to make sure you guys are protected. Hopefully that helps you out, Sally. You want to make sure you have the best insurance and make sure just in case anything happens. All right, let's take another call. Let's talk to Stephanie in Rochester. What's going on, Stephanie? Hi, guys. How are you today? We're doing good. How are you? Good. I have a question. So my husband and I are in the fortunate position where I'm baby step number six. Awesome. Um, We own a property where he manages his business or we have a mortgage on a property where he runs a business, and then we have a mortgage on our house. And we're in the position where we can pay off one or the other. Um, which one do you guys recommend? What are the balances on the we, mortgages? Well, the mortgage on the business place is about 89 and some change, and the mortgage on our house is about 95000 And we have about 125 set aside. Oh, I love that. That is. That's great. That's great. So you've got how, your pick of the litter here. with... Yes, and the only caveat with it is is for his business, we plan on putting addition on at some point, and we'll cash flow it. Um, so I don't know if that changes which one you pay off first. Not really. You know, in this case, 
business debt, it, it gets rolled into the debt snowball as personal debt. So in this case, I would place that ahead of your household, you know, your personal residence. And I kind of would have treated that business debt like it was baby step two. So I would go back and use the money for that. Is this the only money that you have or do you have an additional three to six months saved? We have an additional three to six months saved. Okay. Then it sounds like you could. Because we we keep all the business money separate from our personal. So this is just the money we have for the 125 is just the excess we've been rat holing to be able to pay the balloon payment off at, it would have been at five years, but we'll be at three years. Um, February 1st. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea of keeping the money separate, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's your money and it's affecting your personal finance. So that's why I would have thrown it into baby step two. The good news is you've got the money to take care of that. And if you wanted to start chunking away at your, you know, personal residence, you can do that too. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. Yeah, with 125 in there, you can knock out the business mortgage at 89. You'll still have 36 left to throw at your primary, which has 95 left, and that brings your total debt down to one primary residence with a mortgage of 59. What's your income? Um, well, it's changed a little bit this year. Um, but last year, we were at like 225. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So you can knock out this, this mortgage year, within the year. Yeah. So either way, in the next year, little... they're all gone, oh, all the yeah. mortgages. By the time, yeah. woo, I love the sound of that. I don't know about you, Stephanie, but that just made me extremely excited for you. How do you feel about it? I'm excited. I'm a, we have three little kids, so I'm actually cutting back my hours to be present for the kids more. So it, this makes it You have easier. options. Yeah. What, what are the payments yeah. on those mortgages? Um, uh, the one for the business is, I think, 2500 a month. Mm-hmm. And then their personal mortgage, I think the base is fifteen hundred, but we've been paying two to twenty five hundred every month. Wow! So you guys are about to get a wow. fifty thousand dollar yearly raise because you freed up four grand a month just like that. Wow! Yes. and that allows be, you to have those options to cut back, work yeah. less, stay home. That's the that's part of the plan that people forget about. It you is. have so much freedom and options when you just get out of debt completely and you have an incredible income like you guys do. That's exciting. Man, yeah. Stephanie, I would love it if you sat down with your husband and you guys really think about what you're going to do with this new life. That is so exciting to me. You know, I hope that you uh, take this advice. Man, to be debt free, George, by the end of the year of two mortgages or a personal mortgage and a business. That's amazing. That's so exciting. And then they're going to be able to cash flow whatever they want to cash flow. They are. People forget about Renovation, that, man. vacation. If it's got Asian in it, they're doing it. Asia. Come on, there George. Go. I'm going to coin that. I'm going to put the little TM right next to that. Thank you. That is great. That's what exciting What an incredible stuff. couple. Oh, man. All right. George, you want to take another call here? Do we have time? It may be tight. You know what? Let's shoot the breeze a little bit. Okay. Because well, I want to talk about this. People forget in that situation that we just talked about, the freedom that you get from paying off the debt. They had, what is this, $125,000 sitting there that they could have said, well, this is cushy. This feels nice. And we're making the payments. It's fine, but we want to do something different. We want to get free. And when you start looking at those numbers, it's just, it's really something how your life can change. And I don't think enough people take the time to really dream about what their life would look like with no payments. Well, the the emotion side of it is hard to put on paper. And so you kind of get comfortable in your situation. You can afford your payments and you think this is what life is supposed to be. And yet we also see you know, sky high levels of anxiety and depression across the country. Oh, yeah. And that has been rising with debt. 
And so it's hard to not make a correlation and go, debt is causing us to feel this pain. Not all of it, but a large part of it is finances. When you get that freedom in your life, it's easier to have the margin to focus on other areas and focus on your physical health and your relationships because you have the margin to do it. That's right. That's right. I mean, we know that. It's what you said, George. 37% of Americans say that they're struggling with finance. We know Mm. that people are living paycheck to paycheck, but you don't need to do that. You can be free from your money, and we're here to help you do that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for this week's episode, for this today's episode. Um, And I want you to remember this. You can tell me that you won't do it, But please don't tell me that you can't do it because when it comes to your life and your money, all things are possible. I know, that's right. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's George Camel. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.